new info on Dead Space 3, Korea raids Blizzard, and how scammers are stealing your Xbox Live accounts. All that, plus more, on today's MASHcast. I'm Jared, and I'm here with contributor and podcast host Nick Zelenkevich. Hello, how's everybody doing? And also here with contributor and podcast host Mikey Kenny. Hey, everybody. Doesn't want to be here, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, they drugged me, they made me do this. I hate life. You're all going to die. Am I not play, this is, why am I not playing Diablo? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, that's, I guess that's acceptable. <laughs> more, more acceptable than, you know, not wanting to be here. Uh, but yes, this is MASHcast number 53. We're going to roll right into it and into what could be a record-setting what have you been playing. This might be the fastest what have you been playing we've ever had. Okay, so is everybody ready? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Nick, what have you been playing? Diablo 3. Mikey, what have you been playing? Diablo 3. Okay, that's it for them to... <laughs> that's, that's all they have been playing. That's um, literally, literally, like, I've got nothing... It's, I have not played a fighting game. I have only been playing Diablo 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I have played more games. Actually, I haven't played Diablo 3 at all. <laughs> but, um... I've only played, uh, actually I played Ghost Recon Future Soldier. I finished that up, and the review for that soon. I'm having a difficult time actually writing that review because I have such mixed emotions when it comes to that game. It could have been an, it could have been such an awesome AAA title. It could have been a possible game of the year if they just, if polished, they needed polished. That's what they needed. Does it feel like more of a AA title then? Ah, uh, kind of. It's kind of like they put their B team on a triple A title. Like the triple A team, like it says, "Hey, we have these ideas. Execute these ideas." And they executed the ideas, but they didn't give it the polish of their A team. You know, like for example, um, you could do this thing called the sync shot, where you target up to four people, you hold down the 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 sync button, everybody gets shot at the same time. Okay, uh, so. I was in, in one area, and I didn't realize one of my guys got stuck somewhere else. So I targeted four, and I used the UAV, and I noticed that his beam is coming from, like, 100 yards away, and it's going straight through a building. Like, not a wall, a building. And this is not a sniper rifle he's using. He's using, like, a, like an assault rifle. And I hold the trigger down. Boom. It, it makes it. It hits, it hits, it hits the target. And then on top of that, it happened again. Actually, it happened several times, but the next time I noticed it, it happened, he shot straight through an airplane without being, <laughs> without being able to see something, without being able to see the target. 
and, and this is a bug and not just a demonstration of the futuristic weapons that they're using here. This is this is a bug. This is not. Yeah. yeah also, I had an instant instance where like I have like you're in a village as it's being raided by rebels, and these rebels are like kicking this guy that's on the ground. So I start shooting at him, and they don't they don't look at me. They just keep whooping the guy's ass. <laughs> they don't even look in my direction. You know, so when I first noticed that, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're going to turn around. I got a little closer, got a little closer, and I was per- I started purposefully missing, but shooting at them, nothing. So I killed them. But, That's a dedicated beatdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I played that, and then I got the urge to play Metal Gear Solid 3. Ooh. And I'm not talking about the, the HD remix. I, I, I powered up my PS2 because it's still hooked up. It's still active. I got the red light on it right now. But um, yeah, just I, I powered up. And I started a, a new game. The game and just I played for like an hour or two, and still the game is just so fucking incredible. Like it, it is definitely the best in the series. And if you don't think that Metal Gear Solid Three is the best in the series, you're wrong. That's just <laughs> that's just that's just, just that's it. You're wrong. There's no way Metal Gear Solid Three isn't the best in the series. But yeah, that's that's what. That's what I've been playing. And Mikey, you 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 played Diablo three like you hunkered down a long time this weekend, right? Okay, so okay, I'll tell the story. So this weekend and the past weekend, I didn't mention the past weekend. The past weekend, me and my friend Jesse and uh, my uh, boyfriend Randall, uh, we got together, hunkered down, started about Saturday morning. Um, well, it was Friday to Sunday the weekend prior, but this weekend since we have Memorial Day, it was Saturday to Monday. We did nothing but play Diablo 3. We played it really slow, though. Like We were the type that were like, we need to touch every single piece of the map or you're not allowed to leave the area. So, And we finally got a couple. Well, they've got three characters that are decently leveled. I've only got two characters that are decently leveled because they play a bit more than I do during the week. Um, but I have a level 50 Demon Hunter that's in uh, Hell Mode and... A witch Doctor in Nightmare Mode that's about level 35, 36, I can't remember, somewhere in mid-30s. And that's only been, I've only played maybe about three hours during the week. All the other leveling has come from just those two weekends. So yeah, lots of Diablo 3. Lots and lots and lots of Diablo 3. Dedication. <sighs> I can't afford to be dedicated to another game like that and the starcraft already has me <laughs> see yeah you've got starcraft i don't have starcraft i don't even have an mmo i don't have anything tying me down other than my fighting games i have to play every once in a while so i don't completely suck at them actually so. um I, I play like I, I have it enabled through steam so i changed the name on steam to starcraft 2 riding the white zergling <laughs> <laughs> that's what wow. i changed it to because it, it was ridiculous actually Maybe I sh- oh, go ahead I was thinking, like, maybe I should just rename Diablo 3 to Drug and just be, like, playing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, because um, basically I was playing a lot of Ghost Recon, and the Ghost Recon's um, campaign is pretty lengthy. It's a pretty lengthy campaign, so, you know, I need to take breaks. Uh, I got through most of it this weekend. And even the multiplayer is really, the multiplayer is actually really, really good. The levels are very com- are complex, like, they're built so that, yeah, you can take cover and have shootouts and stuff like that, but there's so many different directions people can flank from and can get you from that you can't really stay in one area for a long time, or you just have to watch all the different angles. It's really good. Hey, but Dude, what, what's flanking? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Please. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I'm Did sorry. Really? Good job. Good wow. job. No, he's bringing up a specific story that I talked about on Facebook. Okay. The reason, the fucking reason why I don't play Xbox Live. Okay, is because of dumb shit like this. Okay, I know where this is going already. I hop into a I hop into a multiplayer match, right? And the first thing I hear is a boy, like a like a like a like a a twelve, a prepubescent boy is what I hear. Okay, so I immediately take my headset off. All right. Problem is, I can still hear him through the speakers. But I'm like, okay, I can deal with a little bit better. All right. I just don't like hearing prepubescent boys in my ear. Okay, that's that's something I enjoy. So <laughs> basically, I hear him, and he's conversing with you know a post pubescent boy. Still, like, still this guy's a teenager. I can tell when I listen to him, but his you know his voice is a little deeper. So I'm assuming he's post puberty. Um, so they're conversing back and forth, and we you know we're just playing. And one of the boys says, "Well, the the older of the two boys says we need to flank." And the younger was like, how do you flank? And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, this is why I don't play games on Xbox Live. You know, I don't care how old you are. If you're playing a military shooter like Ghost Recon, Call of Duty, anything like that, you should know what flanking is. If you don't know what flanking is, you're too young to be playing. Would you say then you're also too young to be listening to this podcast? Oh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Another question I have: uh, Is the game rated M for mature? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, I can't stand that. That's what really drives me crazy: is that the game is obviously rated like a certain thing, and it was probably bought by a parent and given to the kid, and then there you go. What? What if? What if it's someone of like a perfectly legal age with like a pituitary problem and a poor vocabulary? <laughs> well, then he 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 just has a bad life. He's going to have a bad time. He's going to be lonely. Um, anyway. <laughs> Flanking is will not help him. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's going right. to have a bad time. He's going to have a bad time. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. All right. But, um, yeah, so that's what we've been playing. Um, so let's just get into the topics. You guys ready to go? Yeah. Let's get into do the this. News? All right. Cool. So the first bit of news, it's I guess it's not really news, but it's just new information on Dead Space. Um, a, a new video popped up uh, for Dead Space. It's like a uh, motion graphic novel short, and it uh, doesn't. It actually doesn't have Isaac in it. It's I guess it's laying some background story to Dead Space Three, even though it doesn't officially say Dead Space Three. Actually, there's a countdown on the Dead Space site. Nick brought it up earlier, <laughs> but it has a countdown, but then also on the page it also says, come back June 4th. <laughs> well, which... no, but the, the best part is that the countdown is in, I guess, like the, the Dead Space alien language. So it's one of those things like you kind of got to really kind of think about to understand what it is there. But then, yeah, they completely kill it because it just blatantly says in, you know, bigger font and bigger font than the countdown itself, come back June 4th. That's so, so and, and it says, find out more about one of the most anticipated games at E3. So, it's not, you know, it's it's not the WoW expansion. I can tell you that. <laughs> so really, no way. <laughs> yeah. So basically, it, it actually uh, involves a guy named John Carver, who was an EarthGov sergeant, 
Uh, apparently he pissed off his commanding officer and is out on duty fixing something. Um, it's on the planet Uxor. From what I can see, it is a frigid planet, kind of like rumors said it would be. Okay? Uh, so, you know, he's talking to his wife. Wife is upset because he hasn't, you know, really been home. But then while he's talking, uh, there's an attack. There's a missile that hits a building. And when the building collapses or explodes, it actually exposes a marker. And the marker activates. And, you know, when the marker activates, you know, shit gets, shit gets real. <laughs> and that's when the necromorphs come. Um, and also, in the video, when the, you know, um, for those who are familiar with markers in Dead Space, when it goes off, uh, it, it emits like an EMP. So anything electronic will shut down temporarily. There's a ship that's flying in the air and it hits the building or the residential building that his wife and child are in. So, you know, they show, it shows him shooting at some necromorphs. Then he says, I'm coming home now. And then it shows a gigantic necromorph in the background close to where the marker is. Uh, so there was a little speculation, very little speculation, that this guy was going to be the new protagonist. But that was shot down really fast because it, you know, we've already seen Isaac in screenshots for Dead Space 3. If this is indeed Dead Space 3, which we think it is. Um, but it also was brought up that there's going to be a co-op for Dead Space, and this is good, the guy that's going to be the partner. Welcome to Resident Evil 5. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not too big on co-op. In and, horror and, games. And, exactly, in survival that's... horror games. <sighs> Especially, uh, like, I, I don't know, like, like uh, well, for, for John Carver, like, he's an EarthGov sergeant. He's military, you know, mm-hmm. so he was going to be well-equipped and better trained than Isaac is. I mean, people forget that Isaac's an engineer, you know? He's not, like, his weapon isn't a weapon, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a plasma cutter. <laughs> so Isaac may not know how to flank. Yes, Isaac oh, may not know how God. to flank. <laughs> Hopefully after two fuck games of shooting the shit out of Alien. Well, then he was doing it by himself. He was doing it by himself. He might not still know how to flank. He he couldn't flank an alien, but he's not going to talk about it. Hey, you never know. He may be crazy now. You know, he may be like, Bravo Team Wolf Call, (laughs) you know, talking to himself. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but... He's uh, something, that's for sure. Yeah, but that's part of the thing about Dead Space is that, one, Isaac is not a soldier. He's an engineer. His weapon is not really a weapon. It's a plasma cutter. It's a tool that either he has at his disposal... Um, I mean, you do get weapons as you progress, but still, it's it's it is one of the better survival horror titles. Well, one of the only survival horror titles we have left, especially in the mainstream. Mainstream really doesn't make survival horror titles um, anymore. I mean, look at Resident Evil; they openly said that they, they you know they're they're trying to make more action-packed games. Resident yeah. Evil Six looks like a zombie slaying festival, <laughs> you know. Well. But, Resident RE6 looks like a whole other... Like, I think they're going to try and do, like, three different kind of gameplay aspects in one. But I don't know if I'm... I'm kind of worried about Dead Space 3 if this whole cooperative thing is true. Because... It might be going a bit more mainstream so EA can sell the game a bit more. So that might be why we have a soldier aspect to it now. Well, I mean, like, it's just for the co-op. I'm not worried I, but, yet. But if co-op is part of story mode, though... It has a separate story. The co-op oh, we're, has we're, a... Yeah, we're, has, we're sure on that? That's uh, I've read that in several places. The co-op is supposed to have a separate story. 
Oh, if it's if it's like how Spec Ops, I guess, was for Modern Warfare, it won't be too bad. Yeah, actually, that I never played Spec Ops for Modern Warfare. Well, it was like co-op, but it was set aside. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think we're gonna be okay. I think Dead Space is gonna remain Dead Space. Uh, the EA still wants to do those Dead Space spinoffs, <laughs> Dead Space Uncharted, you know, <laughs> Dead Space, the, 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 um... EA, give could, me a mirror's could, edge, yeah, please, thank could you, this, bye. Could this, <laughs> be, could this be the beginning of that, though, insofar as they introduce Carver, you know, in the co-op, and then, so Isaac can continue the, the franchise proper, but now Carver can go off and have different kinds of experiences that can be, you know, rebranded to whatever sort of genre I they think we have a winner. To. That <laughs> may think... be it. Like, it could be, like, Dead Space Rambo. <laughs> it becomes a cover wall shooter against Necromorphs. Anyways. Yeah, you know, uh... or, like, a squad-based... Or like you know what Resident Evil? What was that? What what game came out with the that was supposed to be the mercenaries? Was it Resident Evil mercenaries or Resident? It was, are, are you talking about Operation Raccoon? City? Yeah, there Operation Raccoon City. Yeah, you know that had. Yeah, the that was terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, you, you never know. Him and the squad go, you know, killing up, you know, a whole bunch of necro- necromorphs. Meanwhile, Isaac's getting the shit scared out of him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you know. So, but um, yeah. So. Uh, there's more information on Monday. So uh, if you listen to this after Monday, maybe you already know. But until then, we'll see. I am hopeful. Very, very hopeful. Uh, but moving on to our next topic. More EA. More EA. And here is their answer to Call of Duty Elite. Uh-huh. A clone service. <laughs> you know, But it's, <laughs> it's called Battlefield Premium, which doesn't really have the same ring that Call of Duty Elite does, in my opinion. You know, Call of Duty Elite, you know, kind of calls you like, oh yeah, Elite, I like that. Battlefield it's, Premium is like, mm, Battlefield They should have probably called it Battlefield Veteran or something <laughs> or like something that. Or something like that, you know, battle, you know, Battlefield Premium, you know, for those who want better things in life. <laughs> but, you know, that's... Finger in the air, pinky out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. You, you sip, you don't, you don't gulp, you, you sip. <laughs> you oh know. my god. But Anyways. yeah, but... So basically what the program is going to offer, or what the service is going to offer, early access to DLC for free. You also get any DLC that comes out for free. Cosmetic endgame items and stat tracking services. That's what you get. So, and first of all, I don't really... For for first-person shooters, I really don't care about cosmetic items. I never have. Because I can't see my character. You know what I'm saying? Why would I care if you, you... you see my character looks like you should be dead. <laughs> you, know, you should be dead, so you can't yeah, even hat, see my character. They're probably thinking like, "Well, hats was so cool for TF2," so I don't know. Yeah, that's no, but when when you kill somebody and you're teabagging them, like they can still see you, right? In Battlefield, now because oh. you die, you die of the first person perspective. Like when you when you like kill over, you know, you're looking forward. So if you fall face first, you're looking at the ground. Yep, pretty much. Wow. Apparently, you always die with your eyes open too. They say that's the worst. Really, way to you go. don't see like a you. You can't. I thought if you died, you get a different perspective in case the medic comes over and revives you. No, no. Maybe that was bad company. No, like you, you can like the thing. Like you, you don't know. You don't see it uh-huh. unless okay. they unless they come into your field of vision. Okay. So um, now stat tracking services, I thought was interesting. To my knowledge, you can track your Battlefield 3 stats now. 
But uh, is that something that... I know, at least for bad... Because the thing is, I don't play Battlefield 3. Bad Company 2, you could you could get your stats. There was actually a website that, that took care... That I, you could go to to get your stats, and they put it on banners and stuff like that. You could use in forums and stuff. So I don't know if Battlefield 3 doesn't have that right now, or if they're going to cut that off, or what... I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. I understand stats are important for some things, but... Do you do you really feel the need to be charged just so you can check to see how many headshots you got in one match? Mm. Yeah, I mean, and a sixty-five the the pricing. Sorry, we should have talked about that. Um, actually, the U.S. pricing hasn't been announced, but the 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 uh, euro pricing has, and it's going to be fifty dollars. Oh, it's fifty euros. Is it's going to be? Uh, and if that is the case, that means it's going to be around. Sixty-five U.S. dollars. That's a game. Are that you is a freaking game. serious? I really can't. I can't yeah, but, see. I can't. I mean, I. I wouldn't. I don't think it is that that stupid. Like, no, sixty-five dollars, really, and you don't even have a large or a large of a fan base as Call of Duty. And on top of that, I mean, you the the fan base they do have at Battlefield is mostly PC driven, and mm-hmm. I don't think PC players are really gonna go for that. Be honest with you, you know. There's got to be some like hardcore Battlefield Three people for whom this makes a ton of sense. This they are, I, and they'll create a mod to, to make stats for it on the PC. Well, yeah, crowd. but you get—I mean, but you get the DL, <laughs> you get the DLC. I mean, it's more than just stats. I mean, it's you know, I, I look at the stats almost as like a sort of like the icing on the cake in this case. Like that's not really going to sell it. Yeah, but then I but, can wait and then just get the DLC when it actually comes out. Well, well, yeah, but you're yeah, but you're paying for it separately then. So the thing is, it'll be cheaper. It should be if it costs. Now it's one thing if you count up all the DLC, and and maybe keeping stats is like I don't know ten but five ten dollars whatever, and then that equals whatever the cost is. That's another story because then you're just then you're just buying everything prior to and you're spending maybe about five bucks on stat tracking. Well, the thing is. First of all, there's been a, there's a DLC pack that's already out, so anybody who bought the special edition or who bought that mm-hmm. DLC pack, that th- that's a loss. Yeah. Um, also, if you pre-ordered Close Quarters Combat DLC, that's also a loss. So first, they did this too late. They should mm-hmm. it should have been an option either before Battlefield Three came out or um, you know around at the same time that Battlefield Three came out, or at least before the DLC started rolling out. Yeah, you know, but you know what happened? They wanted to see how Call of Duty Elite would do. It did well. They put they slapped this service together. Yep. Okay, because it doesn't even mention any of the other like services that Call of Duty Elite offers. You know, um, like the uh, they have like clan stuff. They have like that theater. You know, all that stuff. You know, they it doesn't even mention all that stuff. This is just for for right now. It's just um. DLC, cosmetic items, and uh, what was that last thing? Stats. Oh, your stats tracking. There we go. I had to flip to my notes page. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. So I mean, I really, I, I, we'll see what happens. You never, I, I'll never count them out. They may when they make the official release because this actually wasn't even officially announced. It was shown. Somebody spotted it on a PSN update. So when they make the official announcement, we'll see exactly what it offers and exactly how much it costs and see if it's totally worth it or not. But until then, we know it's out there. 
and we kind of know we have an idea of the pricing. So we'll see. Uh, but moving on to our next topic, Blizzard. Actually, it's kind of funny because Blizzard got raided by the Korean FTC. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, which, you know, whenever I think of raids, I think of WoW, and you think of Blizzard. <laughs> but not the so, Korean. so what was it? I guess it was a 25 man? It was, yeah. <laughs> I oh don't know. They didn't, give any, they didn't give any specific numbers. But, but basically, Blizzard and, uh, and Seoul Korea, uh, their Seoul Korea office was raided uh, by the Korean FTC as an investigation into claims that Blizzard refused to refund Diablo 3 uh, they refund Diablo 3 to eligible players because what was happening is Korean players are pissed as was the rest of the world when they couldn't play Diablo 3 they were having the server problems and they wanted refunds and Blizzard uh, the, the, the claims are that Blizzard denied them the refunds and apparently it's like, it's, a, it's Korean law like part of the Korean uh, electronic commerce and, and you know commercial contract laws that you know they should be giving players refunds under certain circumstances uh, that these certain players are eligible for refunds and they weren't giving them out. And the reason they weren't giving them out is because of the EULA. Which, you know, that's kind of, that's, that's kind of standard practice in America. Like, once you pop open a game, it doesn't matter if you installed it or not. Well, technically speaking, no. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But, like, you know, for the most part, retailers, you know, retailers don't give refunds on open software. I, I don't understand why you would buy diablo 3 at launch and then oh it's not working that day i want to return it and get a refund i mean you you can wait you, you can wait like a not even a whole week like just a day or two and everything kind of calms down a bit and you can get on you're not saving any money by returning the game and then buying it again like are you that upset with the fact that you can't play it at that moment that you no longer want anything to do with it I can totally see that like when i buy a product i want it to work day one y- yeah but you yeah, but just because it doesn't work day one doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy that product on day three. But still, it's, it, it pisses it's, me off so much that I don't want to deal with it anymore. To the point that you're going to return it and demand your money back and be done with it completely? Yes. I, yeah, I don't know. I could see why that would happen because people I didn't even, don't want to... I didn't even buy Battlefield 3 because of the the the, the, the foolishness that was going on around it being Origin only and then yeah. Origin doing the whole spyware thing. Yeah. So, you know... But like you know, you buy a product, you buy you buy Diablo three, and it's not working day one. Forget about it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it's not working for server overload issues, which for the most part we kind of it wasn't surprising. It's not like this came out of the blue. That you know, it's not like this doesn't tend to happen with these kind of games. Well, that's actually and that's actually part of a uh, second part of the investigation: the server load, because the FTC is investigating whether or not Blizzard should be held accountable or liable for its ill preparation of uh of um. You know the server load, or you know of uh, the user base. But what, see, but the- I don't, I don't think that's right because it's really, it's really hard to judge like how bad the servers are going to get hit. I mean, you could say they could have had this much server space and they'd been fine, but you don't really know until it actually happens. Well, here's a couple of things. First of all, that's what stress tests are for. Okay. That when when they had the problems they had during the stress test, and that's why they should have had multiple stress tests. When they had the problems they had, they should have they should have allotted more server space. Now, if another thing, if this was two thousand and five, two thousand six, okay, that's one thing. They only have so many physical boxes. You know what I'm saying? But 
in this day and age, like the 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 space that we're at right now when it comes to technology. First of all, I can guarantee you that they're not running one server per box. They probably have a bunch of they probably have a bunch of you know ESX servers or whatever virtualization software they're using on these massive servers, you know, on these beefed up servers, and they're running a couple different, you know, uh, multiple instances of server virtual servers on these boxes. So that's mm-hmm. highly scalable, first of all. And second of all, you, well, sorry, you have, I'll say now this is my third point. So third of all, you have services like Amazon AWS that allow you to scale instantaneously. You know, and we're talking about Blizzard here. Blizzard has deep, deep, deep pockets. And Amazon is not is not expensive in the least. So even if they had to temporarily run overflow on that, they could have done it. I mean, that's what... um. Uh, Nuclear Dawn, when they had their free weekend, they had X amount of servers, you know? Uh, they op- they opened up more servers because they knew they were going to free weekend. But bam, they got overloaded. Friday night, they were like, you know, they were getting overrun. So what they did was between, like, Friday night and, like, early, early morning Saturday, they worked with Amazon and got a whole bunch of other servers up and running. And the virtual Amazon and the, the Amazon AW, um, uh, EC2 is their service, their virtual server service. Basically, what I'm trying to say is like, I'm not saying that they had to follow that exact game plan, but what I'm saying is that they have options and they could have resolved the issues a lot faster. I wonder, though, especially given what we've seen with the, the, the problems hacking already, I wonder if Battle.net would allow them to sort of scale to other services or if they're sort of restricted to their own infrastructure. Well, the thing is. You can actually like well from the like from the Amazon side. I don't know if I mean, there's other services that you use too, but like you can set it up so that Amazon is part of your of your network. You know, what but I'm it's saying? still you, but it's still part of Amazon's network. So at that point, you've got sort of a security breach in the sense that whatever happens on those servers, Amazon has access to. Not exactly. Not not the way it works. It's, their no. virtual system doesn't work the way like other virtual systems work. So it's not exactly. I see what you're saying that it's outside of the Blizzard network. Yes. So well, more so, I'm saying it's inside the Amazon network. That that it, fundamentally, at the end of the day, that server that you've purchased or you're you're renting still is physically housed somewhere that Amazon owns. Okay. And so you know, I don't know what you know security restrictions they have in place with Battle.net. Clearly, not necessarily good ones all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of the hacking, apparently. Yeah. But I wonder if maybe that, that kind of, you know, that might be a sort of a restriction that maybe Nuclear Dawn didn't have as far as why that wouldn't be available. Maybe. But I'm just saying they have options. Hmm. They have options. Well, still, I, you know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's kind of a, a bad problem. Well, not really a bad problem, but it's, it's an interesting problem to have where you're too popular for your own good that you can't yeah. even accurately estimate that. So, you know, <laughs> you know, poor Blizzard, you know, I guess what, first world problem? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 So I don't know. The Korean FTC, I guess they'll they'll come to a judgment on that. I'm pretty. They actually, when they, in regards to the charge, not the charges, but the claims that they were violating the electronic commerce and commercial contracts, um, regarding you know those laws regarding not giving refunds, they said they found evidence that supported that. Is there a different pricing structure for Korea? Because I know, like, I mean, 
like you know, I guess from our perspective here, like it doesn't really make a difference if you lose if you lose access to Diablo two for two days. You're not paying. You you paid for the game once. You're not losing any. You know, you know, you're not being hurt financially by not playing for a set amount of time. But it, I feel like this only makes sense if they're paying. Like they're paying for Battle.net as a service, more or less, and so loss of service for a period of time that they're technically paying for, that would warrant a refund. But I, I wonder if maybe that might be sort of the, I guess the the disconnect, at least from my perspective. Uh, from my perspective, I bought a product that I can't use. Period. Yeah, but, yes. No. No. And I I agree on that. But you are eventually able to use it. I'm looking. I'm I'm comparing it more to like a cable outage, where it's like you know you subscribe the cable, it's down for a day. Yet you're still paying for that day of service. But that's that's the thing, but that's cable as a service. Yeah, and you know, that, that's like, what I'm just that's what I'm wondering. Just Diablo three is not a service. No, well, no, it's well, not that you pay. For, you don't pay like a monthly fee for it. You paid once for it up front, and then you're good the rest of the time. And I'm just wondering, is that the same model that we have in Korea? I I don't think so. Well, actually, I don't necessarily know. But the thing is, like, you're not paying. You don't pay for Battle.net. You know, that's like Battle.net as a service. And you do have to agree to the terms of service for Battle.net. But at the same time, they have to be accountable for the fact that you just paid for a $60 product that uses Battle.net and now you can't access your product. Well, yeah, but if, but if, okay, let's say that they had a problem with Battle.net two months from now. And, you know, it's not because there's so many people playing and it goes down for two days and you can't play Diablo 3. I don't think there's an issue. I don't think people are all upset because at that point it's, you know... You don't uh, think people are going to be upset because they can't get on Battle.net? I don't think they get raided by the Korean government because it's not, you know, I think I think this is only an issue because it was launch day. And I think people are making a bigger deal out of it. Unless it's, there's, a ser- there's an actual service violation. But again, I don't know, I don't know how Battle.net is sold in Korea. Well, there's... Go ahead, I'm sorry. There's been other games, though, that have come out launch and then just was complete crap. Like, the online was trash. There was lag. It was basically probably unplayable for for the most part. And yet, but they don't get, like, the Korean government to fucking raid their stuff. They probably didn't cor- uh, uh, complain that hard. And, you know, if people complain that, that hard about other games, possibly the Korean government would raid them. But in this case... People took days off to go buy that, to get the game, and then play it. You know what I'm saying? When it first came out. So that probably added to the anger and more complaints you know, rolled in because of that. That's true. I'll give you that. You know, and that's, and that's what drew the attention of the Korean government. Who knows? Who knows what would happen if we actually complained to the FTC about a lot, a lot of the stuff more often? Like the endings of some of our games? Yes, like the uh, endings of some of our games. Please, yes. just... Well, that's actually a good example because that God. did get their attention. I don't think anything came from God, it. But if it. we actually, you know, if more people went to the F to the, you know, the US FTC, like, hey, we bought this product and we couldn't play it from day one, what would the FTC do? They'd probably launch an investigation. I don't know if they, you know, going with shotguns and kicking down doors, <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, I, not saying I, the Korean government did that. They were probably I, very nice about it. I feel like that kind of thing, though, ultimately, that, you know, whatever big company legal team has, they'll have enough money to just kind of say to the FTC, hey, you know, just just kind of roll over on this. And, and most people really won't be able to afford to to sort of combat them. Yeah. So, yes, I will agree with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, actually, that we're going to use that as a segue for our next topic. <laughs> That's why Nick did that. You know, he, mm. he rolled the segue in, which he brought the uh, 
You know, I, I just want to say I love how we have these amazing segues, and then we completely kill them by pointing out that was an awesome segue. <laughs> That's because we don't always have good segues. That's our <laughs> thing. And then we kill them by saying that it's a segue. No, so that it's not a good no, segue people anymore. People still appreciated it. They still they told me they just told me that they appreciated they just it. told. Did you check? Yeah, I checked. Okay, they appreciated it. I'm gonna double check your check. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, so a couple of months ago, we spoke uh, about an author uh, by the name of John Beiswinger. He was suing Ubisoft and apparently game trailers. I didn't know about that part. Game trailers? <laughs> yeah, which apparently is a is a um, subsidiary of Ubisoft. I didn't know that. Huh. But, no wonder they no wonder I, they get actually, all that Ubisoft that, stuff. That, that was the good call on his part to sue them. Yeah, he was like, what? <laughs> I was like, wait, what do the game trailers do? Ah. But anyway, um, Ubisoft, he's assuming Ubisoft because he's saying that Assassin's Creed was infringing on several, uh, well, stole several ideas from his books, uh, the series called Link, which is supposedly very similar. Okay. Um, now, since then... I've been, I read uh, a couple of the reviews on Amazon, a couple other places, and people have been, like, dogging the book and saying that, you know, the uh, the concepts are, like, very, it's very loose, you know what I'm saying? Like, he says, they said they, he took the concepts from the Bible and other places, and that, you know, the people kind of sided with Ubisoft, but that could just be the internet machine at work, you know? Yep. People just, you know... You know, you know, saying bad things because they don't like the fact that he's trying to get, you know, that he's, he's suing Ubisoft. They really don't need to worry about that anymore because he dismissed the suit um, with no prejudice, um, basically because he doesn't have the money to finance the lawsuit. That is basically what happened. He doesn't have enough money to go head to head with Ubisoft on this. So he filed this. He filed. Well, he dismissed the charges without prejudice, which means he can pick it back up again at any time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he you know, he says you know he he filed the complaint because he authors should you know defend their rights, but the you know uh, he just doesn't have the the resources to defend those rights, and many authors don't, and you know because of that infringement um, runs rampant, so he can, he is not fighting the good fight, and it, I, I just thought it was funny because like this is one of the reasons, this is one of the main things these. One main one main reasons that these no sue EUA, uh, ULAs and TOS clauses one of the main reasons why they're really bad for gamers because the whole thing about a class action lawsuit is that you can band together and go up against these companies that have very deep pockets but mm-hmm. now you can't <laughs> you know you yeah. got to go to them one on one well first of all you can't even sue them anymore uh, you know you can't go to court you can't have a trial by judge or jury. Uh, you have to go through arbitration, mm-hmm. you know. So you kind of plan on their turf, so it, it gives them, you know, kind of the legal so, advantage. So not only is it divided, we fall, but we're also playing on their home field. Yeah, but if if we can turn around and, like you were saying with the last topic, and and go to the FTC, sort of make an end around around the whole legal process in that regard, it might actually negate the, you know, it might negate sort of the uh, the effects of those EULAs. If we just is the FTC like only, this is wrong? Only if it's like a product thing, though. Like, oh no. Yeah, like going through the FTC, like I don't know. You have to have, you have to be able to prove certain points, and 
when it comes to games, like, how do you approve that this is affecting your life? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you just did with the Diablo 3 a moment ago. <laughs> hey, hey. But, um, actually, now, on top of that, Ubisoft, they, they, I guess they're moving in for the kill now. Yes. They, they see yes. that he's wounded and limping away. And they're leaning in for the kill, and they they uh, filed a complaint to try to prevent him from renewing his claims, saying that his uh you know his claims of copyright infringement are based on patent you know patently non copyrightable elements, saying basically they're frivolous. Like he you know you can't copyright the Bible, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or ideas from the Bible. Yeah. So, you know, they're trying to move in and get that squashed, you know. So the guy's already kind of, he's limping away, and they're like, oh, no, we're going to stomp this out right now. That, nope, we're going to shank him with a hidden blade right in the back. <laughs> he should have been wearing a phone book. Oh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's pretty much how that goes. Who knows if Ubisoft's claim is going to... Patent out. Yeah, if that's going to iron out. But the thing is, like, when is this guy going to have the money? Was he going to hit Lotto? No, he, I, he probably won't care. No, but I think if they're suing him, I think that would entitle him to, like, a public defender, wouldn't it? Or some sort of, like, he... He's not he's committing a, a crime, so I don't think so. Uh, they're just trying to dismiss his claim and say, like, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, so, I don't, yeah. It's not looking real good for him. You know, unless he unless he gets some gets a decent amount of cash, he's not gonna yeah. do it. Because all Maybe. Ubisoft is gonna do is they're just gonna keep delaying it and delaying it and costing mm. more and more. That's how they, that's they that's what they do. They just make you rack up lawyer fees to the point well. where you can't pay for it anymore. Yep. Well, maybe he should take out an ad and try to make some money off that ad. Uh, I, I I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I see what you did there. Another segue. I'm going to say it. God dang it, Jerry. <laughs> Why? Because Why that's how I think we ruined segues on the MASH cast. No. <laughs> Somewhere Dean came and is crying. <laughs> that's what we do. I, that's that's our signature. We ruin segues. I tried so hard and I got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> wow. He's so upset he's singing song lyrics. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so uh, basically, um, some some bad news came out of the depths of hell the the other day. Uh, that Sony they patented a uh, basically a way to show advertisements during games, and this isn't just like you know you're playing Need for Speed and you see like an ad for you know Jolt Cola on you know, a billboard. Basically what it does is as you're playing the game, whatever game it may be, it's gonna it, it slows down the game. It warns you that the game is getting ready to pause. Pauses the game. Runs the ad. Tells you warning the game is getting ready to resume. It rewinds the game a little bit and then starts it up again. That is the worst idea I have ever heard in my entire life. That's, that's, yeah, that's what it does. That is the, that is the most despicable piece of, oh, I, when I read that, I was like, this is a joke, right? Like, ha ha. Did you read the patent? Because I have that in the notes. Yeah, no, I read it, and I was like, 
I I can't I can't take this. This is this cannot come to fruition, or I will I will not buy a Sony console ever ever if this happens. Can't I can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. I'm just saying, just just looking at this, I can't imagine how anybody who has ever played and enjoyed a video game. I suppose if you played a video game and you hated it, you might not think this was a bad idea necessarily because you're you're just interrupting people doing something that is terrible. But if you if you if you like video games on any level, and I have to feel that if you work at Sony, you do. Um, I don't see how you can think this is a good idea. That said, I mean, uh, uh, there's part of me that's hoping, and and I'll admit I don't believe this, but there's part of me that's hoping that they patented this in the uh, attempt to make sure nobody else does this. <laughs> no, that would be that'd be amazing. Everybody else, however, not holding my breath. Uh, but no, because we, I mean, you look at t- TV and and the way ads are going on TV, and I I love Tosh Point oh, but in their promos for the coming season, I mean, they had the, the giant Tosh.0 lightly imbued over the screen all of a sudden in the middle of just random shows. And I mean, okay, you know, great. That raises my brand awareness of Tosh, but it ruins what I'm trying to do, which is ostensibly the whole reason why I'm watching that channel. I mean, even not only that, but it would upset game flow. Like if they interrupted me mid combo (laughs) to show me an ad, could you, I, I don't have to tell you how hard it already is to do combos. Let me just try to plan in the future when an ad is going to pop in mid-game. I mean, you would you would have to th- you would have to think that if they implemented this, there would be some sort of restraint about when they'd apply that. But they don't have that restraint. We've seen ads. I mean, even then, I think back to uh, in, in the final season of Lost, the V clock in the corner for the entire episode that obscured subtitles. Um, We've seen advertising that was just completely, completely obnoxious and completely offensive, and it made it, it. I mean, ultimately had the backlash of of making the product they were advertising to be derided. And you would think that advertising execs out there would realize that there's a line that you really should not cross, and this ad is way across that line. But they don't get it. And as much as I want to say that this exists, this exists to protect us, that this exists and it will never be used. It's, it's almost like a nuclear bomb that it's, you know, it's a, it's a weapon of mass destruction that will destroy gaming everywhere. And, and it should never see the light of day. The fact that this is out there, somebody like, 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 like Sauron's ring is going to go and put it on and, and, and take <laughs> over the world. This is terrible. This is horribly terrible. The end is nigh. They should definitely use that as a spin on this whole thing. Like, oh yeah, we're getting bad press from it. Release a press release and say we patented so nobody else said would take it. No. <laughs> oh, good guy Sony all of a sudden. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, you know. Actually, but, yeah, that would work. That no, would work. That's the sad part. <laughs> that would so work. Is, it would work. If, if it happens, you get a cookie for calling it. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, um, just by the way, because at first I was reading, I was like, well, maybe they're going to do ads at specific spots this is before i read the actual patent i was like maybe they'll do ads in specific spots you know like after like right after a loading screen right before a loading screen during a loading screen you know stuff like that um but then like do it with the way that it, it works just with the way that it works like it's it, it looks like it's just gonna be like on a timer kind of like when you play uh not play but uh watch you know hulu. movies on youtube or hulu like every 15 minutes you know there's there's an ad 
That's that's is what it, it looks that's what like. I'm scared of. You know, but don't don't they have uh, on the play? I think PlayStation Plus. You get the the free demos, or, or even if it's not on PlayStation Plus, don't you get like there are some demos where you get the full game, but you only get to play for a certain amount of time. So however far you make it in that set amount of time, that's what you get for the demo. So maybe it's the kind of thing where we'll give you free content, but sort of as the trade off for this content being free, you're going to have to get these really obnoxious ads. If that's right. the only use for it, oh my God. it, again, if that's the only use for it, I could theoretically live with that. But you know, you know that somebody's no. going to be like, well, no, we're putting this, no. we're putting this in Call of Duty because you know we need more money because Call of what, Duty doesn't make enough. What will happen is. If anything, what I'm guessing is it'll be like a feature of PlayStation Plus to turn off the ads. There could be. Maybe. Well, then what I was thinking was that it'll be used for like maybe for like uh, games, like free games. You know, like, hey, you can buy the game for 60 bucks or you can get the ad free version. Yeah, no, no, that's never. No. Yeah, or you could do uh, mm-hmm. one of those two. It, it, you know what? You never know because developers themselves may be interested in this stuff. Like for example, like for mobile phones, you have ad free, you have ad free versions, and you know you have that. Well, yeah, ad supported I think version. Could, I think that could work on like smaller titles, but well, I don't yeah, like think PSN, XBLA. I yeah, could totally see I mean, that. I mean, PSN indie and XBLA indie titles. Sure, I could see this happening, but I don't, I don't think there'd be a free game version of a AAA title. No, I think we'll still get commercials out of AAA titles unless we pay some kind of subscription fee to upgrade to the version where we can turn off commercials because that's what it's come to. If you buy Hulu Plus, I do believe... You get less commercials. You don't you get, get less, no commercials. Yeah, you, you get, get less, less commercials. commercials. There's still commercials. And I, I think that's... You that's get a, the, you, Hulu Plus, you get access to more shows and yes. more episodes of those shows. Yes. Okay. No, that, well, that's, I'm sure there will be a version that's like less commercials or no commercials, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Actually, it was funny because I, I was thinking like, what if they did put it in Call of Duty, right? And so you're playing Call of Duty, you're blowing people away, and boom, you headshot one enemy, and then the screen slows down, gets a little dim, was like, that guy you just killed? That was Ron Simmons. Ron has a wife, a young son, a daughter in college. Oh my god. Who's going to pay for that now? You know what? You know what? Life you know insurance what? I commercial. Hope, I hope that does go into Call of Duty just so people that, play it. I, that will be I, hilarious. I didn't know... I didn't know that professional wrestler Ron Simmons, former NWA champ and, and also known as Farouk in the WWE, played Call of Duty. Right, that's his name? Like, Did you just Google that Like, right there? No, I, I know that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I, if I didn't know you, I'd say you were a virgin. <laughs> I was like, wow. Ron dude, dude, what's flanking? Uh, <laughs> let it go. Okay, so that's the title Oh, of the I just Googled the guy. Though. I know who he is. Yeah, I've seen him before. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the picture I'm looking at. The, the, the damn picture. Uh, but um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it would just be very bad if they started just putting this into any game. But there's certain there's certain ways it can be implemented that wouldn't totally be um too bad. Like if if there were like you know a PSN title, XBLA title. Had ad supported versions because that well, might be. It, it won't be an XBLA title. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but that will be. Um, you know that will be. Uh, like for example, like it might be, make it so that developers that normally couldn't get their game out get a game out. It's like, hey, we're gonna support this with ads. 
you know, it could be a, a, that that type of deal. You so know, developers I, I, may be interested in that. I thought you were going to say a moment ago that you're playing Call of Duty, and then you headshot a guy, and then the game pauses, and then you get an ad, and the ad is for Call of Duty. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. It's like um, I think like I think somebody had like the, the, the Diablo launcher open, and the ad in the Diablo launcher was for Diablo three. <laughs> I saw a screenshot of that. I was like, really? Nice. Buy it again for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, the this is used. This is not used for evil. I can't say it's used for good because there will be. It, but it, it, the only good I can see is if if it allows certain developers to get games out that they normally couldn't because they use it as an ad supported version, you know. But mm-hmm. other than that, like if I buy a sixty dollar title, no fuck that. If I buy a fifteen dollar game, okay, and I get paused while I'm playing to watch an advertisement, I'm finished so with Sony. I'm finished. I'm, I'm done. Can you be? But I, I mean, I, I understand. I understand the level of frustration, but I mean, Sony's one of the big three. Can you really be done with them? I mean, you're, as much as we hate EA and Origin, you're not done with EA. You're you're still working around that. Well, I mean, I have. I don't have any games that are Origin exclusives. No, but you still have other EA games, and you, I mean, you still play Battlefield Three. I do. I do. So I'm I'm just I'm just wondering like I I almost feel like Sony's too big to quit. Sony's too big to quit. I mean, yeah. EA and Origin was was different because it that was that that didn't affect my gameplay. Like when I actually played Battlefield Three, which I I don't own Battlefield Three. I played on um, my friend's account over his house. So you know when I played Battlefield Three, it didn't interrupt the experience. It's still a good game. But if I'm in the middle of a racing game. And then all of a sudden it slows down and it cuts to an ad that breaks up my gameplay experience, and I already paid sixty dollars for that. I pray, I paid, I paid a uh, paid a premium price for it, and I'm still getting ads. I, I no, as I said, I understand the frustration, but I mean that would nullify your PS3 or your uh, your what are they calling the PS4 again? The Orbis. The Orbis is what it, Orbis. Uh, the, co- yeah. the code name is. Uh, well, actually, so, I don't even know if that's the code name. That might be the official name. I think it's the code name for it, though. But you, um, you love your Vita. Right? Would you, can you give up your Vita? Yeah, I just use it for the bling. I wouldn't even <laughs> use it for the games anymore. The bling. The bling. Yeah, yeah. Like that's my use gamer it for bling. The bling. Okay. Yeah, yeah but um, yeah. Whole, but if you walk around wearing your bling all the time, doesn't that make you an ad for Sony? Ooh, Ooh. look at you, Nick, with the logic. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I bet you some people would find a way around the commercial thing anyway. They're probably like someone would try to mod it or something. Actually, actually, that's a good point, uh, which I totally forgot about. When you look at the um, the actual uh, patent, it shows how it works, how it gets the ads, which it has to pull the ads off of the internet. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Uh, so there is a way for you to block ads on the 360. Like on the um, on the dashboard, mm-hmm. you can block ads on the 360. Um, so you can do the same. You should be able to do the same thing for PSN. All you have to do is monitor your network traffic, find out where it's playing pulled from, block that range. Yep, it's really all you got to do. It's not, yep. and it's not that difficult to do. You know, it'd be really, really scary though game. if scammers found a way to add ads to the ads that were already coming through. So you'd still have to pay attention to your stream. But what if people were just like throwing fake ads on your PlayStation all the time? 
That'd probably be funny. They probably they probably put funny ads in there. Like what? like for the best brand soda? Yeah, for the best brand soda. <laughs> best brand soda. <laughs> That's one of the pictures, folks, if in case you don't look at the actual patent, it'll be in the show notes. Yep. But Hopefully, I mean, hopefully this is, I can, like I said, I can only see one good use for this, but I, hopefully we just never see it. Yeah. You know, hopefully let's, we really, really, really don't, and, and that's it, you know? Let's hope, let's hope they keep it in the Keep it in, in the, the bag. For, keep it in your yeah. pants, folks. Keep it in your pants, Sony. So, but, um, <laughs> let's move on to our final topic, which is regarding XBLA and how the scammers are stealing your accounts, because we mm-hmm. talked about that a couple months ago. And, you know, of course, Microsoft denied it. They said there's nothing wrong. And (laughs) technically speaking, technically speaking, they were a little right. You know, people aren't aren't hacking Xbox Live. They're not hacking the service. Um, They're actually not even phishing the service. Basically, the security flaw is the people. It's the actual it's, employees. It's people. Yeah, the security it's, it's, flaw is people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that makes actually a lot of sense. Yeah. So you know, basically, uh, you know, the the woman who uh, was actually the one that was very vocal about uh, being uh, being hacked. Her name was Susan. Uh, forget Susan's last name. Taylor. Susan Taylor. There you go. So her God, name was I'm Susan. I'm today. Yes, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, Susan Taylor. Who is not a wrestler <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that we know of? That we know of. Uh, she, you know, she's very public about you know her information about you know her account being jacked. So much so that people who were jacking accounts reached out to her and told them how they were doing it. Okay, and it breaks down a little something like this. Um, so the first thing that they told her to do is like, you go to Xbox.com, you click support, you go to contact us, you go to the email us link, and this is where the fun starts. So from the contact page, you 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 put the name of a of an Xbox Live agent, okay? You then uh, for an email address, uh, you also use like an employee ID, but it can be a fake ID. Um, you then for the email address, you put whatever the the name is of the agent at Microsoft.com. You put that into the contact field, saying that's your email address. Then mm-hmm. for reason, you put something like, you know, customer, blah, blah, verified their 16-digit uh, credit card number and has made an inquiry and, and has forgotten uh, his account's information. But, you know, and, put, and you put that, you know, because you're a tier one agent, you can't view their gamer tag. And say, so you, uh, you, you know, the customer is requesting to have their answer changed. Not their email address changed, not their password changed, their secret answer uh, changed mm-hmm. okay so after you send that message you then call xbox support 30 minutes later or you know however later and say that hey i was talking to a tier 2 agent and i was disconnected and you want to be transferred back they're going to transfer you to a tier 2 agent which at that point it says you give them the number which i'm assuming is the id number and they should be able to look up the, the i guess the support ticket that you put in on the xbox portal and once they do that, they will change the answer. And they said, at this point, don't ask for the email address. Say, you know, say that you're, you know, you have one thing you do have to know is the the Xbox Live account name. So that is a piece of information you have to have. And this doesn't work every time, obviously, because some people are smarter than the average bear, so they wouldn't, you know, be like, okay, no, fuck you, get out of here, you know. 
So, but um, this will work. Okay, apparently, it's been working a lot because a lot of people are getting their, you know, their accounts jacked. You know, um, so yeah, and the the one of the reasons which they talk about later in the article is that you know Microsoft they outsource um their support. Yep. To you know, so they do have some in-house guys that handle support, but then a lot of the calls, since you know, Xbox is worldwide, they they've sold a lot of Xboxes, so they have a lot of outs- outsourced Xbox support, and these outsourced places are the places that were the security leaks are probably actually happening, you know. So basically, like once you have the secret answer changed, if you have the account name and the secret answer for that account. Now you can call back later and say, hey, uh, I can't remember what email address I used for my Xbox Live account. Here's my account. Here's my secret answer. They'll change your email address. Now you can change the password. And that's how you jack an account. Social engineering. That's what it is. It is social engineering, which is, in terms of like security, that's one of the most difficult things to secure. You know? Yep. You know, actually, to be honest with you, when I work with a lot of my users, you know, because I'm a, you know, I'm a system administrator, I don't know how many times I've said, I need your username, and they spit <laughs> out their password. You know, like, just, just yeah, spit it out. Like, that. no, no, it, username, it, username. It, it, it amazes me how many people, not only do they spit out the password, but, like, presumably they're not in a private office. They'll do it, like, in a in a setting. And if you're listening and you hear somebody give, you know, yeah. some random word, you pretty much figure, like, oh, hey, they just said their password on the phone. You know, when they get up, I can just sign onto their sometimes computer. Sometimes they don't like, even do that. Sometimes, I, sometimes they're just like, oh, you need my password? It's XYZ123. I, I know. Loud. Oh, my gosh. I got a call. <laughs> Actually, I got a call, and I was like, I'm like, I always have to, like, verify, like, when I'm unlocking and resetting passwords because I'm on Tier 1 service desk or whatever so like i have to like verify and make sure like i am just unlocking this you know your password right now please don't tell me your password i have to like quickly say that or say like <laughs> prior to because i don't know how many times someone's like yeah my password is blah 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 blah. i know it and i'm like face palm yeah like seriously so basically people are in almost any security situation people are your weakest link is what yep. we're trying to say <laughs> yep yeah and this is no no different. Like it's the the Microsoft employees are those you know outsourced by Microsoft that are actually the problem. That's how your accounts are getting jacked. Worst thing about this, there's nothing you can do about that. Zero. The best thing that you can do is make sure that your um, Xbox Live accounts don't have credit cards attached to them. Yep. What I don't understand, and maybe this is something that happens that they don't didn't mention, but whenever, like, I know for some of my, my accounts that I have with various companies, whenever I make any kind of change to the profile for that account, the primary account that I have gets an email saying, this was changed. And this way, at least, you know, presumably if I'm checking that on a regular basis, I can see, oh, hey, you know what? I made a change. I got an email on that. That's good. If I get an email that says, you know, that I didn't change anything, that should be a white flag that somebody's trying to get in that I need to call the company and be like, hey, whatever's going on there, cut it off. Well, you know what? I changed my gamer tag on the through on the Xbox Live. It didn't even send me an email about that. See that right there. It, I mean, yeah, that right that's... there is a huge flaw. And that, that's something that I would think Microsoft could implement pretty pretty easily as at least a way of, of trying to curb some of this. Because, I mean, the one thing they point out is that, you know, fundamentally the people that are doing this jacking have a lot of time on their hands. And so they can sit there and they can call in. And if they call in about an account 
and they get uh, you know an on the ball tech who says like dude you know I, I see what you're doing here and hangs up on them they can just call back and keep calling back for about the same account until they get somebody who's either overworked or stupid or, or for whatever reason goes through with it and you know you can't you know you know as, as a normal person you can't prevent that at all nope. so it, it's fundamentally it's 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 it, you know there's a major sort of policy change that Microsoft needs to make on their end in order to stop that yeah I don't this is you know, it's very well. First of all, I mean, this is all on Microsoft. Like Microsoft has to not only train their employees, they have to put better security policies in place, and they also have to make sure that the outsourced places are, you know, handling responsibilities like they should. But but the problem is that it's very difficult to track. That's yes. the thing, because especially when you outsource so much, like how much are they actually outsourcing? Because the thing is, when you call Microsoft support, um, you really don't stay on hold for that long. So that means that they they have a lot of uh, they are outsourcing a lot. You know, you know, I would I would think though that if the choice was you know we're gonna have to increase the hold times versus protecting your account better, I think you know if they presented that choice to the community, I think we'd all be like, okay, you know what, increase the hold times a little bit. It's not uh, you know it's not ideal, but if that's sort of the price we have to pay on our end in order to sort of make sure that this doesn't happen, I think that's a, a you know that may be a worthy price. Maybe yeah, but then you know the you have the people that just like, oh, why is it so slow? Oh, well, then, then their accounts deserve to be hacked. So <laughs> yeah, but um, they they have some additional information about what accounts I guess are higher risk. Um, accounts with like Call of Duty attached are considered higher risk. Um, accounts that have you know a lot of um. A lot of Microsoft points on them, high risk. And another thing that they do, if they get your, if they get an account and it has a credit card attached, they will load that account up with the maximum amount of credit of Microsoft points they can get before selling it off. You know, uh, so that's another thing. Also, they said older Xbox Live accounts are at risk, which I'm like, man, that kind of sucks. Like I barely use Xbox Live, and I'm at risk because I've had an Xbox Live account since Xbox Live came out. Damn, I've had Damn. it for a really long. The I original really... Xbox, yes. dude. What, what what were dinosaurs like? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny. Quick story. I had to call Microsoft support one day, which was terrible because I downloaded an episode of Fringe and it cut off. Like it just went black. It froze up and it shut off. At like. 35 minutes into the episode at a really good part. I was super pissed, but either way. So I, I, I had to call him to try to get this resolved, which it never got resolved. Um, but uh, basically, I'm, the guy, I'm, I'm, on, I'm not on hold. Like, the guy's, like, waiting for something to come back. Like, he put something in the system, he's waiting to get a response back from somebody else. And he's like, yeah, see, you've had an Xbox Live account for a really long time. And I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, what did you do before Xbox Live? <laughs> and I was just like, well, we used GameSpy Arcade. He's like, really? What was it like? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, like, he was so tell, amazed. And the, more, Uncle Jarrett. Yeah, you know, like, when, right. the stuff that we used to go through, I was like, well, you know, you... You'd have to run to your computer, and you start the tunnel, and then, you know, you talk on your computer, and then when the game, you guys already play, you actually run back to your Xbox, and you start it up, and then that's that's how we did it. And, and, I, and I even went, was like, man, back in my, that day, I had to run up a flight of steps to get to my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Both ways. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, so basically it was like re- it was it was really funny like talking to the guy he's like, Wow, that's incredible. <laughs> you know, on oh, Xbox One like, man, okay. But that was funny until they <laughs> until the part where they wouldn't refund me my four dollars back and instead they offered to send me a brand new hard drive to see if it'll fix the problem. A brand new two hundred and fifty gigabyte hard drive. They wouldn't refund me four dollars. Were they gonna install the hard drive, or did, were they just gonna send it to you to install? They were gonna send it to me and just send it to me that and a transfer cable. And I was so like, "Couldn't you just take the hard drive and then sell it for presumably more than four dollars?" I could probably do that, but I was too pissed to see that that <laughs> value. Yeah, I was like, "Nah, I just didn't deal with it." And and for as pissed as you were, you didn't stop using Microsoft. I stopped buying movies on Xbox Live. It's probably good for your account then if there's no movies attached. I guess they. I don't think they care. <laughs> the, the one other thing that they do care about, though, is like names they call OG names, uh, which I guess are just um, flat names. Like if if your name is Bob and you want to have Bob instead of B O eight, you know, people will pay hundreds of dollars for that stuff. Or if they want like you know specialty names, like in the article says Killer, or you know stuff like that. You know, names that are hard to get, people will pay hundreds of dollars for those. You know, the one thing I wonder about this is, like, an OG name never changes. And so you figure the value for an OG name never goes down over time. But the account is going to get hacked and sold and then hacked and resold. Like, how do you know, like, oh, that account was just hacked. I probably shouldn't go in and rehack it so I can resell Bob again. Like, is the like. Is there any like honor among thieves in that case, or otherwise? If you buy one of those, are you just at risk that your account is going to get hacked in exactly the same way that it was in order for you to acquire? I think it's, it's well, that should be risk. your fault for buying it to begin with. Yeah, you, you know, be buying people's accounts. But no, they buying accounts has been long for as long as accounts existed, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. You know, yeah. so you know, hey, but those that's those are the high risk accounts. So there it is. That's from the, from the, uh, the Jacker's mouth. That's, that's how you Jack an Xbox live account. Pretty Did you much say from the Jacker's mouth, from the Jacker's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to let that one uh, go. That, that was a topic on the porn cast. <laughs> Nick, you really want that porn cast to happen. I do. I'm, I'm pushing for it hard. No. <laughs> Another topic on the porn cast. <laughs> okay. You definitely don't want me to be around for that, Nick. Then I'll let you. I'll let y'all have y'all's own moment. We can make yours a special edition. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, we're equal opportunists here, you know. Oh, that's good. But... <laughs> oh, but um, yeah. So there it is. So just I don't know. Just be vigilant. I'm pretty sure you'll notice if your account's been hacked. So, you know, there, there yeah, you go. Be, be vigilant and skyrocketing. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Be vigilant and pray, because that's probably the only thing that'll save you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some type of, you know, just just and it's an unknown force is <laughs> what's gonna help you out. But um yeah, that's gonna that's the end of our topics there. And let's look at what's coming out next week, the week of E three. Nothing uh nothing too impressive. Because, you know, it's E3 week. So, well, they actually have Rayman Origins for 3DS. Uh, looks like Virtual Fighter uh, 5 Final oh, Showdown yeah. is coming to XBLA and PSN. Um, when did yeah. Virtual Fighter 5 first come out? That was like when it launched. Was like, yeah. Um, that was like when the consoles first launched. I think, around that time. Hmm. Hmm, no, well. 
Yeah. Uh, inversion is listed here. I thought that got pushed back, though. Inversion? Yeah, I what, thought what, what, Why is the cover to inversion sideways? Is that that PS? Are you trolling Vita me? Game? You really don't know. <laughs> I, I troll and I hate. <laughs> trolling. Yeah, so, um, I'm looking. Yeah, actually, it still says release date 6 5. So, mm. we'll see. We shall see. Um, I'm looking at Dallas GameStop's website I was looking at. So, uh, it says, what is that? Pikmin 2 for <laughs> <laughs> the Wii. Well, with Nintendo Selects. So, um, also, Mario Power Tennis. I actually might pick that up. Is that for the 3D? Is that the 3DS no, one? That's the Wii, and it's Nintendo Selects. So I guess I, th- I thought that was. Didn't they already make like a disc version of that? That was like Wiimote controlled or whatever. Power Tennis? I don't think so. I think so. I don't know. I'm googling. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually might pick it up because I remember playing that. I, I actually. Enjoyed that a lot when I had it, you know, before. GameCube. Yeah, GameCube. Um, Madagascar 3, and that's, I'm pretty sure that's what everybody's been waiting for. Yep, there was one. I I can't wait to play Afro Circus. Afro Circus? (laughs) You haven't seen the commercials then? No, I haven't seen the commercials. Afro Circus. Afro Circus. You are just a a wealth of knowledge today, Nick. I am am a, a font of wisdom. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, did you did you find anything, Mikey? Uh, yes, there is a Mario Power Tennis with the new play control for the Wii that was released uh a long time ago. Oh, okay. Well, so uh, now it's a Nintendo Select. <laughs> well, nice. there you go. I don't think I like that title, like that 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 titling. You know that you know selects. And anything that ends with selects, I think chicken selects. You know, it's just for Nintendo's way of saying greatest hits or oh, whatever. I know. I'm just saying I don't like the naming convention. Yeah. Well, so they could have well. picked something else. They could have. Well, well. But yeah, that's gonna that's gonna wrap us up here. Um, you can catch us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash/MashThoseButtons. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Smart Radio for your i you know, iOS or Android device, or if you just want to stream from their website. Uh, YouTube.com slash smash those buttons, uh, Twitter.com slash MTB site, and Facebook.com slash smash those buttons, and of course, just smash those buttons.com. Uh, you can check us out there, and you know, feel free to leave a comment in any of those places. Somebody, please talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, We're lonely. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can you can definitely leave a comment in any of those places, and you know, we we can have a little conversation. We can we can be friends. Yeah, we can we we talk back. We, we swear we don't bite. We get free candy too hard. We get we free candy. We won't use your email address to jack your account. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't won't tell. Do that. That's really what we do. No, that's not what we do. I'm just kidding. Or if you don't comment, we will use your email address <laughs> to jack your account since we're experts at it now. Oh yeah. Go us. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so that's going to wrap us up, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Have a good weekend. Were you going to say sayonara? I thought about it. And then he he immediately ejected that thought. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, sai, nope. (laughs) He ejected that thought from his head. Because I always say it. I was like, wait.
I always say that. We're gonna we're gonna say bye. But now you just ruined it. Cause now we're not saying bye right now. We're talking about uh, y'all have a good night. <laughs> Alright guys, you guys have a good one. Daddy's busy.